Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tov Kuf Pei Aleph. We are in the middle of Sif Aleph. We are on page 104, the top line. We left off in the middle of the Ramah. After the Ramah told us that we Ashkenazim don't do like the Svartim, we don't start saying Slichos from Rosh Chodesh Elul all the way to Yom Kippur. Rather, we blow Shofar from Rosh Hashanah through, through, uh, from El Rosh Chodesh El, I'm sorry, till Er Rosh Hashanah. Then the Ramah picks up and tells us, What we do in terms of Slichos, we don't start Rosh Chodesh El, but rather we start on the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. If Rosh Hashanah that year falls on a Monday or Tuesday, then we start the Sunday before. So we're not going to do it just two or three days. We'll start already from the Sunday before, and we'll explain that shortly. And then the Ramah says, Someone who is in Avelos, he's sitting Shiva, it is also for him to go outside of his house in order to go to Shul to hear Slichos. Except for Erev Rosh Hashanah. When we say a longer Slichos, then the Avel is allowed to come and go to Shul for the Slichos. That's where we're going to stop in the Ramah today, but let's see the Mishaburas and we'll see some interesting notes as well. The Mishabura begins in Sivkotan Dalad Lomar Slichos. Again, we said that we get up early to say Slichos on the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. Says the Mishabura, Vi'af Yochid Yucha Lomar Osom She'ein Bahem Yud Gimel Midos. Even a, a Yochid who's not part of a Tzibur, he's not in Shul, he's by himself, he also can say the Slichos that don't have in them the Yud Gimel Midos. U'beslichos She'niskar Yud Gimel Midos Yedalig Osan Tevos. And if he's saying a slicha and he comes upon the Yud Gimomidos, he has to skip those words. And so to any requests that you find in slichos that are written in Aramaic, Kegon Mache Umase Vachuli, Umoron di Bishmaya Vachuli, Lo Yomar Kishain Shaminyan Asaru. We don't say things that are Aramaic. When we're by ourselves, we only say it if we have a minion. That's al the Zohar, that the uh, Malochim are not helping us out with the Loshan Arami to transfer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when, when we're Yechidus, so then we need the Malochim to help us out, so we can't do anything but Loshan Arami. In the beginning of the Slicha, we add the words, Except if the Slicha itself starts with the name of Hashem, any one of the names of Hashem, then we don't begin with Elokeinu Velokeinu Velokeinu. Kosov Abudraham, the Abudraham writes, Vayikra b'shem Hashem, in Slichos when we say the words, Vayikra b'shem Hashem, Yesh lahafsik ma'at bein b'shem ubein Hashem. There should be a little pause, Vayikra b'shem, pause, and then you say Hashem's name. Im ein minyan ve'es amiras ashrei, if when you want to start Slichos, and we know we begin with ashrei, if there is no minyan at that time, Yomar Slichos, you jump right into the Slichos. And then when the minion comes, you'll say Kaddish at that point in the middle of the Slichos. Yerabba says you don't jump into the Kaddish right away like we mentioned last night. We don't just jump into Kaddish when the minion is there. Rather we'll say three Psukim before we say the Kaddish. 
And the notes they point out that yesterday we said you save a whole capital of Tehillim. Here it says three psukim. That's discussed in the notes. If you have a minion when you start saying slichos, and you turn around and all of a sudden you realize you're in the middle of slichos, you only have nine people there. So you can finish slichos and say the Kaddish afterwards. Like we learned way back in the Chelek Aleph and Hilchos Tefillah, that any section of Tefillah that you are in the middle of and the Tzibur is lost, you continue on. If you're in the middle of laning and you realize you only have nine people, you finish laning. If you're in the middle of Chazar Sashatz, you finish it up. You can even say the Kaddish Tzkabil at the end of Shemon I'd like to point out a couple of interesting notes over here, and that is, first of all, right across on note number 10, all the way at the bottom of the page. Misha Mispalel B'Mesinus, the person who is davening slowly. This is a very common occurrence. A person is trying to keep up with the tzibur, but he's uh, falling behind when he's saying the slicha, and all of a sudden they're moving forward. So Rabbi Yoshev Paskins, Anushal Mazalman, Sheyavsik Be'emtza Perek Lomar Yud Gimel Midos Imatzibur. Stop your slichos in the middle in order to join Hashem Hashem Karachum Mechanun with the tzibur. V'achakach Yamshech Me'amokum Shehisik. Then you can go back to the place where you left off. And Agonor Chaim Kineski points out, Sheyasik Me'osha Tzibur Masril Kel Melech Yoshev. Even before the Hashem Hashem, when we start the paragraph before, Kel Melech Yoshev, you already joined the Tzibur at that point. If you just turn the page to note number 11, it's going on in the Kuda we just said in the Mishabura that when there's no minion, we don't say the parts of the Slichos that are written in Aramaic. He writes, Vim Hoya Minyan, Again, you can't keep up with the Tzibur. So the Tzibur said those Aramaic words and you, you weren't up to the Tzibur when they said it. Now you get up to it, you're by yourself. So Agon Ruchai Kineski says, Even if the Tzibur finished saying it, but you were in shul with the Tzibur when they said it, so it's logical, says Reb Chaim, that you can say it afterwards. And we see this same idea in other places of Tefillah as well. V'chein l'inyan yukum purkan. Shekosav mishabura l'el shelo yomrena b'yechidus. And mishabura paskans, you don't say yukum purkan when you are b'yechidus. But Rechaim Kiryaski writes, sheyocho l'omro l'achar shatzibur saimu l'omro. You fell a little behind. You know, they were saying it, so you could still say it if you're in shul, even though the tzibur already said it. And one more point that's similar, v'chein mashav mishabura l'el, it's also mashav that way. In the mishabura earlier, l'inyan b'rich shmei. When we take out the Sefer Torah and we say Beril Shmei, Shem Lo Amro Bishas Hotzas HaSefer Torah, you didn't get to say it when they were taking out the Sefer Torah at the proper time, Yochol Lo Amro Atcha Poschem HaSefer HaTorah Likrobo. You're allowed to still say Beril Shmei until they actually open up the Sefer Torah to start leaning. Umashma Sha'afshe HaTzibur Saimu Lo Amro. Obviously that's mashma, that even though the Tzibur already finished saying it, you're still allowed to say it. Ulam, however, in Saimu HaTzibur Lomar as Kol HaSlichos, if the Tzibur finished Slichos altogether, then the Shomazalman says, Sheshuv Lo Yomar Machi Umasi. So they have to still be in the middle of Slichos, even if they're way ahead, and you're up to the Aramaic, they finish Aramaic, then you could say it. But once they're done Slichos, then you shouldn't say the Aramaic parts according to the Shomazalman. Back to the Mishabura, Sif Koton Hei. We said that we Ashkenazim start saying slichos on the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. Means to say that it's Sunday, the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. We know our minog is that we say Moshe Shabbos, but Moshe Shabbos 
is Sunday. The Ramah told us, but if Rosh Hashanah falls on Monday or Tuesday, then we move it up to the Sunday before. That's when we have the many days of Slichas before Rosh Hashanah. What is the reason for that? Says in the Shabura, Mishum Nohagim Yomim Im Yom There are many that have a custom to fast, really Aser Simei They want to fast 10 days, including Yom Kippur. And you're always going to have four days of Aserah Shemei Tshuva where you're not able to fast. The Hainu when they are Shnei Yomim Rosh Hashanah, Yonas is the fast on Rosh Hashanah, that's two days. The Shabbos Shuva, obviously Yonas is the fast on Shabbos. The Erev Yom Kippur, where obviously it's a Misadaraisa to eat, so those four days you always have. So you can't fast those four days. Therefore, you have to make up four days that you couldn't fast. We make it up four days before Rosh Hashanah, and that's why those are the days of Slichos, the days that we're fasting, and therefore we have four days. Why on a Sunday? In order that there should be always one marked day that we're always going to start so we shouldn't get confusing. Therefore they established it will always be on a Sunday. But the Ikr Nekud is that we should always have four days. That's why if Rosh Hashanah falls on Monday or Tuesday, if you're starting Sunday, you only have one or two days. You have to have four days to start the week before. So we know Lo Adu Rosh, Rosh Hashanah doesn't fall on Sunday, Wednesday or Friday. So it doesn't fall on Wednesday. So Monday or Tuesday is not before. Wednesday is not Shayach. And Thursday you have four days. You have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's why you only move it a week earlier. If Rosh Hashanah falls on Monday or Tuesday, even though it would be on Wednesday, but Rosh Hashanah does not fall out on Wednesday. That is reason number one of the Mishabura. The Otam Shekavu Arba Yomim. Another reason why they established that Slicho should be for four days, Badafka. Shekain Matsinu Bikarbonos. We find a similar idea by Karbonos. Shetuunin Bikur Mimum Arba Yomim Kodamakrava. Every Korban needs to be investigated to see if there's any blemish in the Karban before you bring it as a Karban, before the Akrava. You need four days of investigating. By all the karbonos and pashas pinchas, it says you should bring an ola. The lashon is the kraftem ola. When it comes to the karbon of Rosh Hashanah, the nusach is changed in the Torah. Instead of the kraftem ola, it says vasisem ola. You should make an ola. Lelame to teach us shebe Rosh Hashanah yasa adam atzmo ki ilu makrives atzmo. Rosh Hashanah, a person should make himself as if he's bringing makriv himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'lochein kavu arbo yomim levaker kol mumei chatoso v'loshev aleihem. And therefore, just like a carbon that you bring on the Mizbeach, you investigate, you check it out for a moon, four days before you bring it, so too we're bringing ourselves as a carbon to Hashem and Rosh Hashanah. We have to investigate ourselves and do tshuva for four days before, and therefore we say slichos for no less than four days before. Continues the Mishabura, changes topics. The chazan, if he is, he's down for the omet slichos, even if it's before daybreak, it's still dark outside, it's nighttime, he still puts on the talus for the yudgimu midos. The sharetzion points out that a chazan always, just a kavanat zibur, will always wear a talus. However, when you put the talus on, when it is dark outside, you cannot make a brach on it. Even though a talus is a garment that is designated to be worn during the day, 
Kevan Shalov Shobalaila. Since right now you're wearing it at night. There's a thing Machlokas, the Rush and the Rambam. From Uriisim also, we knock off at night, but does it mean a night mamish or does it mean a beged Laila? So Machlokas, if you're wearing a beged Yom at night, if you're Chayv or not, so therefore we, we would wear the tzitzis, but we wouldn't make a bracha if you're wearing a daytime garment at night. So over here you're wearing a daytime garment at night, so you would not make a bracha on it, mesafik. So that's what he says over here. Aval oz einim mavarich alof avshu beged amyucha liyom kevan shalov shabalayla. Since you're wearing a daytime garment at night, v'yesh deya the potter oz betzitzis. There is an opinion that holds that at that point at night you are potter from tzitzis, even though it's a daytime garment. Ketelael b'simen yudches. So you will put on the tzitzis, but you will not make a bracha. The same thing. We don't make a bracha on any of our tzitzis if they're put on at night. V'taz hisig alov, and the taz takes issue with this tzak. He says, the lamalo lahachnis atzma ludover sheish bosafik. Why should you get involved in a suffix? Why are you putting on your own garment, which would normally warrant a bracha? And now you're getting involved in the machlokas, the rush, and the rama. If you need a bracha wearing a daytime garment at night, why bother? Ba'alkein lo yitol oz talus shalo. To avoid the whole machlokas, don't put on your talus. The low talus shall call, and don't put on the shul's talus either. Shu gamkein kishalo. The shul's talus is also like your talus. We'll see details about that in a moment. Rather, you should take the talus of your friend. Everyone agrees that if you borrow a garment from someone else, it's not yours. You don't make a broch on the tzitzis. You're not chayv in tzitzis. And when you take your friend's talus, you have in mind that you're not acquiring it. You're just taking it for kavodat sibur, and therefore the mishabura says from the taz that the best eights of you putting on a talus. At night, to start slichos, is that you take a friend's talus, have in mind not to be conet, avoid your talus, that's a suffix, whether you make a bracha or night, avoid the tzibur's talus, take someone else's talus. This comes up as well, um, by, this is when it comes up the most, most commonly, Shabbos Mincha. Everyone has their talus, all the married people have their talus in front of them on the table. You get called up for an aliyah, so the minog in general is not to take your talus. Once you take your talus, it gets, uh, confusing whether you make a bracha or not, because you're putting on your talus. You're really chayvin a bracha, but you're not really putting off a mitzvah, you're putting off a kavarat zibur, so it's not so pashat. The simpler eitzah is to go to another private person and use their talus, borrow their talus, so you for sure have to make a bracha, like the Taz is saying over here. There is an interesting note over here, and that is note number 15 on the page, on the next page, at the bottom right. This is going on the point that we said, don't take the tzibur's talus either. Don't take the shul's talus, take your friend's talus. So says the note, the reason is that it's, the shul's talus is considered like your talus. Bir la'el, or the reason why it's considered like your talus, we learned earlier in Hilchas Tzitzis, kevon konu oso hakol. That's why the shul has talasim. Shekol lovesh oso Anyone who takes a shul talus, it will be like his talus. Ukumo be'esok shalkal. Just like we have a shared esok by the shul, so everyone who takes it, it's like it's theirs, and they can make a bracha, that's considered lachem. Omnam besot varav hosef. However, at the end of the words of the mishabura over there, in Simon Yudalad, he adds on, Va'ayim v'mashakasatid b'ralacha b'shem ha'ashari Ephraim. Look what I wrote in the b'ralacha b'shem ha'ashari Ephraim. V'shom b'ralacha kasa. There he writes, Shem lovsho rak mishum kavad atzibur. If you're putting on a talus of the shul just for kavad atzibur, let's say the daven for the omud, 
Ain't Sarah Lovarach, you don't make a bracha. Virakish and Mechavin, the Losha, the Shame Malbushal Mitzvah. Only if you're putting it on the Shame Malbushal Mitzvah, Oz Sarah Lovarach, Ala Talashal Akol, then you have to make a bracha on the Talas of the Kol. Vichain Kosla Sabishem Alechem Hamudo, Shem Losharak, the Kovat Sibur, Ain't Sarah Lovarach, if you're taking the Shul's Talas. Just the Kovat Sibur, you don't make a bracha. And then he brings down from Chaim Kenyeski, just reinforcing the same idea, he writes, Shezoi maskonas ha-mishabura, that's the bottom line of the mishabura, that when you take the shul's talus, shim lovesh talus shalakol rak mipnei kavadat zibur. Whenever you take the shul or yeshiva's talus, just for kavadat zibur, you're davening for the omad mincha, you put on the talus, ain't sarach levarach, you don't make a bracha, you're only doing the kavadat zibur, no bracha. The in the chavin the losha mitzvah, but if you're married, you normally wear a talus and you forgot your talus at home. And now you're taking the shul's talus for shakras, l'shein the mitzvah of talus, so then tzarech levarech. So it goes both ways, the shul's talus, that if you're doing it for the mitzvah, you would make a bracha. If it's not for the mitzvah, you would not make a bracha. The taz anyway says you should avoid the shul's talus altogether, and the best etzah is to take your friend's talus. Let's go weiter in the mishabura, we're up to sefkot and zayin. We said in the Ramah that an Ovel is usher to go outside his house in order to go to shul to hear the slichos. Says the Mishabura, Ovel toch yud beis chodesh al Ovel v'imo, a person who, now again the Ramah was talking about when he's during Shiva, and now the Mishabura is talking about during the yud beis chodesh, the 12 months of Avelas for a mother or father, or toch the 30 days for other relatives that died, it is usher for an oval in his yud beis chodesh to daven for the Amr of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Because Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur have a din of a regal, it got be everything. And an oval doesn't daven on the regal. But during the days of Slichos, even during Erev Rosh Hashanah, when it's a longer Slichos, then an oval is allowed to daven. Now he adds in the brackets a very important point, and I've seen this many times. We had this in Yeshiva last year, because the Chazan was in Avelos. I remember when I went to Israel many years ago, the, the, the Chazan was a Shetel Nuberger, who was just Nifter. He was the big Chazan in Israel. When I first went there, he was in Avelos for his mother, and the big tumult in El was, was he going to daven or not, because he was in Avelos. But the Meshavu writes here in the brackets, when there's no other chazan, then it's mutaf the other daven, even Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And just from these two cases, there obviously were other people that could daven, but they weren't uh, on that darga. They wouldn't be as powerful as those chazanim. So obviously the minag olam is that not only if there's no other chazan, but if no other chazan as good, so then the other would be allowed to daven on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Says the Mishabura, a person who's in his Yud Beis Chodesh is in Avelus, so then on a day that they don't, we don't say Tachanun, it would be mutter for him to daven Shachris. If someone else takes over Halal, let's say Rosh Chodesh and Avel, says the Mishabura, could daven Shachris, but he should not daven Halal. Avel Musaf lo Yispal, but he should not daven Musaf. The Chai Adam Kosav, the Chai Adam writes, that it seems to be that the Gro did not allow an Ovel to daven Shachros on Rosh Chodesh. Unlike we just said, he could daven Shachros, someone else takes over Halal, the Gro is knowing not to let the Ovel daven Shachros at all. 
Again, if there's no one else to daven, then according to everyone, it would be allowed for the Allah to daven shachris, to daven musaf, to do everything. Again, we said in the Ramon, Avil can't leave his house in order to go to Shul to hear Slichos except for Erev Rosh Hashanah Now here's the Shiloh, the Avil comes to Shul for the Slichos. Does he stay for Daphne or does he go home? So if you look at note number 20 on the next page, he writes, so After the Avil comes Erev Rosh Hashanah for Slichos, which is allowed to do, once he's there, he is allowed to stay and daven with the tzibur. On the other hand, after slichos, he has to go home. He cannot daven in shul. So that's the machlokes achronim. Says the mishaburus of katan ches v'hu adin be'ervi makipurim b'mokum shemarbim b'slichos. Says the Mishabur, even though our minog is that we don't, we say very short slichos Erevim Kippur, but in a place where they're married slichos, also on Erevim Kippur, then they also can go to shul for the slichos then. We'll just read one more note, and that is note number 18. Again, again about an Oval Davening, just to review what the Mishabur over here said. The Mishabur said again, he first brings down that an Oval should not daven for the Umud Halal, but he could daven Shacharis, and then he brings from the Grah that the Grah says, that he, the growers know he not to let an Ovel Davin even Shachris. In note number 18, he just brings down a few other Mishaburas on this topic. He says, Can an Ovel be a Chazan of Chanukah? There the Mishabura just writes down, There the Mishabura doesn't bring the two sudden. He just says an Ovel should not be the Chazan for Shachris on Chanukah. So there he goes with the Gura and says he shouldn't have in Shachris at all. Vahosef. And the Mishabura adds on, Shabitu Ba'av, Ubitu Bishvat, Ubalag Ba'omer, Sha'in Omer Mahalal. Those are days where there's no Tachnun, but there's also no Halal, Mispalal Gam Shachris. Then the Mishabura says the Ovel could yes have in Shachris. But in the Biralacha he does write, on a day that we're not saying Lamnatseach between Asher Velotzion and Kelar Chapayim, we're taking out the Sefer Torah, Ein Lo Ovel Leo Shatz. He says just now, Ovel should not be the Chazan at all. Umashma Sheino Yochel Leos Bichlal Shatz Beyond Elos. Mashma, he shouldn't have done with Omer at all in those days. We'll see later on what the post can write. We'll stop here and Amir Tzashem, we will finish the Aleph tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS that's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org